0: This one is entitled, um, Moving Forward, in parentheses, I'll be there for you.
1: like the redwood we'll stay rooted in the dirt live in the sunshine letting like that equal
0: check one two. This is Paul Cannon. We're on
2: Paul Cannon on Divine Throughline. This is episode
0: number 69. Number 69, no pun intended. It is. I'd love to know like the symbolism behind 69 of light because that's of an like, astrological India. sign, right?
2: I think so.
0: Well, of, isn't uh, it
2: sort of like um,
0: uh, pipe, no. Pisces. Pisces, right? Yeah, yeah the two right. fish. That must be it. Yin and yang. So yeah.
2: okay so anyway I just I just want to tell you how incredibly grateful I am and feel so blessed oh. that I got to sit here while you were singing those two extraordinary songs that everybody's going to freak out over. Really mm. beautiful Paul. Just wow. your voice and the lyrics and the music. I mean, I haven't heard you sing, I guess, in maybe, what, like, even, like, maybe three years, right?
0: It's been, yeah, it's been a while. Been a while. Yeah. Lots of change since then.
2: Yeah, you're just, you're more gorgeous. Your family's more mm-hmm. gorgeous. It's just amazing. It's so sweet to see you guys. That's being. sweet.
0: Thank yeah. you. Thanks. And yeah, it's a pleasure to play it and have it received. <gasps> so that's that's the reward for me. Because, you know, when you're writing or, you know, when you're right. doing your craft. Right you you're trying to channel something beyond yourself yeah so when it gets received it's it's almost like a celebration of like Mm. we're tapping into the greater spirit
2: so gorgeous really 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 beautiful so anyway so thank you for driving up here um as i told you i don't normally have guests on my podcast but um, I usually get my inspiration or messages or information, you know, in the pre-dawn, in the 4.30 a.m. range. Okay. And for some reason, you were just full on there. Like it was, and I hadn't thought about you guys in a very long time, and all of a sudden it was like, it was overwhelming just message, like, you need to call him today. And so I was racing between meetings. I didn't. I didn't even have time to call you. I had my next meeting was calling me on the phone, but I called you anyway. Remember, I, I muted you a couple times.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, so anyway, it was just divine timing. So.
0: so, can you talk about that vision and what was yeah. going on, and maybe a little bit about that practice because yeah i'm looking for a space like that yeah
2: well Um, you know i think it's the it's something that for me um and it it came out of a great amount of suffering um i was in a trauma trauma like traumatic time of my life and suffering a break from a spiritual teacher that literally broke my heart i mean just mm -hmm. and i had no you know i had no one to talk to about it or process with about it and so it was in those early mornings of pre-dawn that i found the most stillness and you know i'm very sensitive as many of us are to you know cars and people and and so i really found like this cocoon this ability to listen at that time of the morning Hmm. that uh actually that's how i became a musician because Mm -hmm. i wasn't trying to be a musician but i stopped doing everything else i was doing and started meditating and the music just started writing.
0: The music is meditation.
2: Right, right. Oh, man. So it just started coming, but I didn't know, like I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't know how to, I didn't know what a D, a G, an A, and I didn't know anything. So I just could hear it, and I made charts on paper, and I just sort of figured it out. And then, you know, took the next seven years developing with with the boys, and we became musicians together. But very different, you know, process. Such a
0: personal, experience journey right yeah start to a journey yeah that's how i did it i played the guitar wrong for like five years perfectly my hand over the top of the fretboard
2: you did on purpose and
0: i no i just didn't know what i was doing or like that was the most convenient or comfortable way of doing it right and And do you ever
2: play that way still no no
0: (laughs) it didn't make any sense but at the time it was the only way i could yeah figure out how to do it
2: that's really cool well, but
0: what the process that gets us to where we need to go, right?
2: Right. It's beautiful. It's amazing.
0: Hmm.
2: I love it. Really, 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 really deep. So anyway, so it's really just sort of I design my life in a way that I really honor that early time. So mm-hmm. like, for instance, if I wake up, let's say I like wake up at 3 a.m., my default isn't, oh, shit, I woke up and it's only 3 a.m. My default is what message is waiting for me.
0: Oh, I like that.
2: You know, so it's just... So it gets me out of bed, you know, or I might choose to go and light a candle or drink some pu'er, or sit and chant, you know, or even just sit up in the moonlight in the quiet of the house and just wait. And it's more, it's more listening, I think,
1: Hmm. you
2: know, and for in, in those states, like when I'm between awake and sleep, like just coming out of sleep in the early, that's where I'll get like a, you know, like the word. It's like Mm. Paul today. (laughs) And I didn't, it even takes me a while to realize it's you, you know, because I'm in. Maybe it was
0: Paul McCartney.
2: uh, No, definitely was not Paul McCartney. Although I do love the Beatles, but it was not. Yeah. No, I'm just in that kind of in-between space. Okay. And of course, Standing Rock was, you know, is in my awareness and in my Mm. heart and the indigenous and, you know, native cultures and, Anyway, you were, you were there, obviously. So anyway, why don't you tell me a little bit about your background and your lineage within that context? Yeah. I couldn't pronounce the name of your tribe, so.
0: Well, so, there's, there's different, several different names. Um, what had happened in San Diego was there was different clans of people. We went from Riverside down to Baja. And today we're called the Kumeyaay and the, the northern region is the Ipai. The southern region is the Tipai. And we inhabited all the area from like the coast to Borrego Springs. And then when um, the settlers landed, uh, the Spanish settlers landed, they came waging war and um, put us... There was battles and stuff. Ended up putting us on reservations, and then they named the reservations. They named the tribes after Spanish saints. Settlers or something. Yeah, so San Pasqual is the name of our...
2: (laughs) Your reservation.
0: San Pasqual Band of Mission Indians. So Ah. we would build missions for the Spanish settlers, and then every so often we would start a fire and try to burn it down and try Mm -hmm. to kill all the Spanish people. Mm -hmm. And then um, when the Spanish people would rape... The natives that's what we call Mexicans today so mm-hmm. there's a lot of <clears throat> blood being mixed around I also have Spanish in me now mm-hmm. I have French after uh, mm-hmm. Irish and so but my my distinct heritage related to this land is the Kumeyaay and we had several different clans and we were the king snake clan and so when we were rounded up and put on the reservations, we had multiple clans. So our reservation, our tribe is actually a bunch of other miscellaneous tribes. Mm-hmm. Um, some of some of my de, uh, ancestors, one of them's Geronimo. I found out was directly linked to Direct Geronimo. Line.
2: Wow. Yeah. That was... So let me just ask you a question because I think that there is a huge disconnect between the Western culture and the real, the real stories, the real lineage, the real trauma or the real experience of the native indigenous, you know, it's like, it's sort of like uses this blanket term, like, oh, well, the native Americans, like it's one, you know, like it's just one, you know, one one thing, one thing. Yeah. And what I want to ask you just to be very specific and to allow us to understand better Do you have a direct like um, story of an ancestor that was murdered or that was raped? I mean, is that like, is it, is it distant to you or is it very, oh, can you (laughs) talk a little bit about
1: that?
0: Well, I mean, my cousin killed his mom. Mm -hmm. My, um, I have, I have 740 registered cousins as of today. Wow. So as far as my ancestors go, I mean, even my, I never met my grandparents because Mm -hmm. I met my grandma on my mom's side. Um, mostly from alcoholism, drug addiction. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, okay, and then just let me ask. So, so, before the alcoholism and the drug drug addiction, this trauma of being taken over by the Spanish settlers. So that creates an imprint yeah. at that place. Oh yeah. So okay. So, so yeah. Take so me the from inherited
0: that. trauma. Mm-hmm. So going back all the way, like the history of the lineage is blurred okay. so not having exact facts and details is all word of mouth now um, so what had happened was at one point in san diego county they, there was an ordinance that you could kill man woman or child if they're native american so when you went to apply for a job if you put native american as your heritage you were likely to be seized enslaved or killed so right now like so that's as far like the concerns of the lineage having documented records having like Mm. evidence that stopped it yeah so it was it was broken there was nothing there then the spanish settlers what they would do is take the children separate them from the grandchildren and that would create the separation of oral tradition Mm -hmm. and that today is what has happened i am a product of that i grew up in a household where my mom said, "You're not Indian. Like, don't ever be like those people." But we lived on an Indian reservation. My family is Native American. Like, I'm I'm the fairest skin in my family. If you saw the rest of my family, you'd be like, "Oh my God!" Like, do they yeah. look like. Anyway, um, but that's 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 on a, a, a superficial level. So, but what had happened was is that I feel like the Spanish settlers had succeeded. And disrupting that oral tradition and making people feel you know through the oppression making them feel ashamed of who they were and even today like my mom won't talk about her history she won't even talk about her own family so I had to live in the dark my whole life and it was through other relatives that they've informed me like and through my own tribe like I had to reach out go around my own mother to figure out like who I was and what my identity was mm. and to me that's been the biggest shock of realizing like there's a huge separation within the native community not only is it when I talk to just regular people they ask me like what's it like on the reservation you know is it this beautiful thing like ceremonies and headdresses and, and I said no it's like the highest rate of suicide like, there's people looking for themselves. They're looking for identity. They're broken people, and it's an epidemic with disease in the mind, the body, and in mm-hmm. their spirituality.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow! Um, and with the current state of affairs uh, on planet Earth, and in this—you know—we're in this very, very uh, profound moment here with Standing Rock, um, and what's going on in, in that part of the world. Uh, What is your, you know, what do you, what perspective do you have to offer, you know, from where you sit um, about what's going on and, you know, what you and I want to talk about on this podcast is really unifying in unity and harmonizing and coming into balance, you know, as, as one race, um, you Mm. know, earthlings on planet earth. (laughs) So um, I know that's a, a, that's a far reaching, uh, um, you know, intention, but. You know, what is Standing Rock to you and, you know, where do you you stand with regards to it and and how do you feel we can be of most service and be... You know, I I feel like people need to be real and responsible and honest and own things, you Mm. know. but Accountable. Yeah, accountable, right. There needs to be, and that's why I'm happy to ask you about your past in this way. Because me, living in Southern California for many, many, many years, you know, I am ashamed to say or sorry to say that I wasn't really even aware that there was a big tribal presence in San Diego.
0: It's one of the most... Right? Well, yeah, well, in California in general, it's one of the most diverse yeah. um, linguistic right. and indigenous regions in the world, I think.
2: I mean, I was aware of the Shumash or the Chumash or however yeah. you pronounce that because that's in this area yeah. and I have met some of those elders and they have come here nice. um, but um, I really wasn't aware I was more I think it, it's because of that identity um, suppression because I was more aware of the Latin community the Latin American community oh, sure, yeah. but not the native community so anyway so with Which standing, they're very right?
0: similar if uh-huh. you look at like they're very similar in their trends mm-hmm but yeah so to your topic about standing rock i feel like we'll never find peace unless we stop saying i or you know or we want this from you guys or once we we need to recognize that it's we all across the board um but it's hard to do when people you know this has been happening to natives for the last 500 years or so like promises have been being made agreements it's like someone coming into your house saying like i know you're paying a mortgage but we're just going to do whatever we want to your house like how do you stand up for yourself and how do you stand up to people that are bigger than you and at what point do you start affecting your own people and yourself and poisoning the well with bitterness and hatred towards that other side mm-hmm. so i mean i think what's happening in Sandy rock is not right it's not fair. There's people, there's tactics. I mean, there's a long list of things going on that we can see in on social media. We can hear from friends. We can see on the news. And it's, a, it's shocking. It's shocking. I don't know what's more shocking, that it's happening or that mainstream media is portraying it as a just, Cause for the access pipeline, mm-hmm. or that uh, I was here. I was talking to somebody, and they were saying, like, "Well, it's the natives. Like, bringing trash, they're leaving trash, they're doing this, they're doing that." And I just thought, like, "Wow!" Like, but this is this is what we're up against. This is what we're fighting against. We're fighting against ignorance. We're we're fighting against a lack of understanding, a lack of knowledge, and then. I heard a youth talking about, you know, what we're not really focusing on is that as United, as a United Nation, as the United States, we are all the same people, like in this region, and together there's an injustice happening in our backyard, and people think like, oh, that's over there, that's never going to affect me, so how is it like directly affecting me, but by affecting your neighbor, like you're next in line, like it's gonna come to your mm-hmm. backyard. It's only a matter of time. And we can sweep things under the rug or we can start mm-hmm. we can start um
2: I think being in denial, or we can choose denial or not to not look. Yeah. Right? You know?
0: Yeah. And 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 I think the biggest injustice is looking at what's really going on. Like, okay, so the other side of the story is that we're all dependent on those resources, right? We all use oil. It's, we're, we're an oil dependent nation. And so allowing an access pipeline of oil, like there's a huge infrastructure behind that. And so we can't just stop an entire nation in, in a matter of a couple of weeks. We can't just stop production. We can't stop vehicles and everything immediately. It's a slow growth. We have to slowly start planting the seeds. We are planting the seeds. We're doing the work. It's something that takes time to change. This isn't like not in direct relation to Standing Rock, but just in general as a nation, how do we stop these injustices from taking place? I think we lower our dependency to those resources. Mm -hmm. So in a way we do that is like, what you and Rich talk about, is like lowering our consumption of plastic-based products, like finding eco-friendly um, options, sustainable options for vehicles, for housing, for, for our way of living. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how we take a stand, that's how we really stand with Standing Rock, As we stand up in our own backyard, we start doing something now. We accept the facts, we accept that we are dependent, we accept that there's an injustice taking place, but we accept, like, we have to really be aware and understand what our role is mm-hmm. in both sides of the spectrum. And our role is, is like, we can continue to further um, these injustices by supporting big oil companies. Mm-hmm. And a way to stop it is stop supporting them.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, um, you know, it's interesting because, you know, it's... Um, there is... I think a factor with being able to hear something or receive it that is based on an energetic frequency that you have within your being. And I experienced that in my own family and community of... Like, for instance, uh, you know, we we know about the film Cowspiracy. Rich was a, yeah. a producer on that after the fact. It's been executive produced by Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, you know, incredible human being who is standing up for the environment, you know, mm-hmm. who's very visible and, you know, bless him and bless what mm-hmm. he's doing. Um, but this is a movie that is very, um, very clearly, uh, di- you know, Uh, shows and and portrays um, what it means to eat meat and what Mm. is the consequence of that on our modern society and so um, but I am shocked I am still shocked as I go around and go to friends houses in Hollywood who know about what's going on Mm. and there is still meat and cheese on the table I mean it's and I, I was a lot, I mean, Rich and I have been very open and we're very non-judgmental and it's very open. You know, it's like everybody come in. Right. And we really are like that. I mean, I was raised on game meat, you know, uh, sure. my dad was a hunter yeah. um, and I have found a way to welcome meat eaters into my home. And like, you know, and, and show them and and really love them and try to, you know, try to create amazing dishes, you know, so yeah. they can see what's possible. And then there also comes a point down the line where it's like, you know this, you Mm. know this information, but you are unwilling to alter your behavior because you are completely self-involved. Like literally, like you can only see this. You know, and I, Mm. I met one young man in Ireland who sat next to me at a table and was like, I know you're right and I'm sure you're right, but I just love my meat. Mm-hmm. And it's probably too late anyway. I'm 28, so I'm just going to eat meat until the whole planet dies. You know, it's like... And, and yeah. then you just look at... I look at him I'm like, really? Like, really? That's what you got? Like, that's... You know... So the so,
0: individualistic...
2: Yeah. Yeah. Focus, like, and, yeah. And the thing is, is I think that... But I will say that this election happened. You know, this intense election mm. happened. And I know that both sides are the same coin there's no difference it's it just the the side that i voted for would have been a little less traumatic <laughs> you know a little i was trying to like break the fall a little bit because you know yeah. i am very empathic and and i don't want to see humans suffer or my family yeah. or my loved ones it i don't want to see it you know yeah. i don't want to have suffering and yet suffering is inherent in the human experience which in fact informs us and gives us opportunities to shift our perspective. Mm. So I will say that on that morning after where you could feel in the field that everything had changed. I mean it was you could you could hold it. You could hold the feeling mm. of trauma. And finally at the at the dinner table there was a frequency opening where mm. suddenly people were like, well, what can I do? And I was like, oh, what can I do? You can adopt a plant-based diet now, right yeah. now. Step one. Step one. <laughs> and by step one, you're literally making a huge difference. Oh, huge yeah. difference. Buying organic, oh, yeah. first of all, shopping at farmer's markets. Shutting down
0: those poisons. Right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Saying no to the poison, saying no to the processed foods no within to your the body.
0: agricultural, like that cowspiracy opened up my eyes.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, so by doing cool. that, you're, you're not participating in more violence, which we don't need more violence. We, you know, haven't we had enough? I mean, mm. I've had enough, you know, so to not ingest that terror of the animal. Mm. And, you know, the thing is, is that if humans had to go kill the animal and skin it themselves, a, be a lot of them, story. it'd be a different story. Yeah. Some of them still would, you know, my dad did, but yeah. I ast- actually respected him because at least he knew where it came from.
0: Yeah. He and, wasn't... He, and he respected it.
2: And he respected it.
0: It's hard not to respect it. And that's what the agricultural community doesn't want you to know or mm-hmm. is to have that connection mm-hmm. because then you feel sorry for it. Right. My uh, indigenous ancestors, they would only eat fish in the s- summer when it was too hot and they walked... 30 60 miles to the ocean and then in the winter they would walk up to the mountains they'd have deer Mm because they had to walk another hundred miles Mm -hmm. and you know but they meet like one season a year wow and that was just to sustain through the winter and the most of the time they ate um vegetables out of the ground that grew naturally that looked like weeds and you pull them up and they're like onions and stuff and they'd make stuff out of acorns and Wow. So they're mostly plant-based.
2: See, that's amazing. And I think really, like, in the Western culture or modern culture, we think that all Native American cultures, you know, eat tons of meat. And fry bread. Right, exactly.
0: I don't know where the fuck that came <laughs> from. That makes me so mad. Yeah. And that the the indigenous communities celebrate it. Uh-huh. Uh. Wow. Yeah. So, should, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. So
2: <clears throat> I guess what I'm saying is... Uh, is um you know, there's a there's a frequency that comes with waking up, layers of aware of awakening, and you know we can see in the modern world. I mean, just in my lifetime, just just in the last ten years, it's like we're seeing that you know milk doesn't do a body good, and we see you know if you have a TV, uh, which which we don't, but if you watch TV, you see that the pharmaceutical ads are they're ridiculous. They're scary. I mean, they're scary and kind of comical because. You can't believe that they're actually made an ad like that, you know, with so many disclaimers about so many other diseases and things and every other you know feature is an ad on some pharmaceuticals so it's like they don't want we're starting to get that we're starting to
0: get that we've been brainwashed exactly as a society
2: exactly and so milk doesn't do a body good the bankers haven't had our best interests at heart so what do you
0: think (laughs) has taken us so long as a society I feel like we had a little bit of that in the 60s 70s -hmm. and then we got and then where did it go
2: well I actually I mean From my perspective, you know, again, like I'm one to always keep moving out and taking a bigger... I think we have Mm. to take a bird's eye perspective and then we have to take a spaceship perspective. We have to take Mm. a cosmic perspective. So we have to really keep pulling out and pulling out. And what I've come to Mm. know in my travels is that there are many energies that exist, both in form and out of form, both on this planet and in other systems and this planet is not a planet of divinity we are not Mm -hmm. in touch with our divinity human beings are divine by blueprint by the very origin but the problem is is that we've been enslaved uh, the same way the native american community has been enslaved more obviously right and we can Mm -hmm. see that much more viscerally the entire planet has been enslaved Um, We have become disconnected from our spiritual power and uh, because we don't understand and we live in this greed system where we are uh, basically everything is focused on trying to make money to sustain ourselves. And this is, of course, you need, you know, you need money. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's not our fault, but the system has been set up that way to Mm -hmm. keep you from stepping out of the box and from saying you know wait a second like I, right yeah. so it it is a brainwashing it's a mass brainwashing and it and it's time to wake up and yeah. a lot of us have begun to wake up there's an amazing amount of light quotient on the planet right now there's extraordinary beings would that you, are would
0: you say light
2: Light quotient <laughs> like, a, that? like an amount of light
0: see i like just being around you, you just like all kinds of cool you, stuff <laughs>
2: <laughs> you like like all my terms, I know. Um, yeah, so there's just there's a lot like people. You know, you're seeing the beauty of her of humanity rise up. There's amazing mm. things happening, and like for instance, I heard last week there was a, a young girl who was bullied at school because she of her skin color. I don't know if mm. she was black or, or or native or what. And the next day, 136 people went to her house and walked her to school. Wow. That is the kind of love that is being required of us today. Mm. So these energies, by the way, that basically want us to stay in our bubble, want us to not realize that we're, uh, we're basically brainwashed, we're, we're living a lot of slavery-type existences, mm. um, uh, they don't want us to wake up. They don't want us to, to get it and to expand out of that. And so what happens is when you start to peel the layers down and you start to, you're like, oh, milk doesn't do a body good. Or, Mm. oh, processed food is not good. Or, oh, Monsanto's buying all the seeds. Like Mm. something's not right. Or, oh, this oil company is going to, you know. uh,
0: uh, Do whatever they want. Yeah,
2: do whatever they want. Like hurt people, contaminate water. Leave their
0: waste and bury it.
2: Right, go, oh, go through sacred burial grounds as yeah. well. Um, then you, you start to gain these awarenesses and it actually comes with diet first and then it starts mm. to like kind of slough off. And then you start to awaken to other things, you know, human beings are multidimensional beings. Mm. I always say we are multidimensional beings having a simultaneous experience. The 1.0 the yeah. was we are spiritual beings having a human experience. <laughs> but,
0: oh, yeah, like yeah, right?
2: Yeah, but um, uh, so, I mean, you were sharing as you entered in, you know, you've, you've been on your own journey and, you know, you came into a much healthier way of living and no processed mm-hmm. foods and no dairy and no meat. And so, good. so what are you? We still eat fish. You eat fish. Well, that's your lineage.
0: And eggs. But yeah. we have, we're, um, we just got a few chickens. Yeah. And so now we're, we're getting our own eggs from our chickens. Beautiful. Beautiful. And so we're trying to cut off the middleman.
2: Yeah. So, but you were talking about yeah. these other, other energies that you were tapping into or senses or abilities. And, you know, it's like uh, human beings are very, very evolved, very powerful um, mm. in a pure sense. Um, and so um, as we gain knowledge okay so we don't we may not want to look at these things and especially if you're in the new age and you're you're like it's all love and light
0: mm. well
2: if you looked around lately you see it's not all love and light it's
0: not all, <laughs>
2: it's not all love and light
0: two sides How, of every coin exactly
2: and we live in a in a in a system of polarity so there mm. is light and dark yeah. but knowing the story is power that is mm. wisdom that is knowledge and so if we know what's going on then we can take action with the right intention with the right frequency to bring unity and harmony and Mm. really really rise up you know it's it's really about taking the high road it's not about us and them it's not about i'm right and that's wrong it's Mm. not about black and white it's about a lot of gray a lot of rainbow colors you know there's a lot of different experiences, and so the main thing is how do we connect? How do you you and I become unified?
0: Mm. You
2: know, and and that is what you know. I think is is the opportunity at Standing Rock, um, and of course, what I'm holding the highest vision is for an integration, uh, a harmonization, mm. and a, a show of love. A show of love so immense that it blows everything out of the water. Because the human core, the human power is empathy, is this empathic feeling that we have. So many other life forms don't have that. Mm. Um, That is our gold, that is our power. Mm. And so we mustn't lose our connection to our heart or to empathy because that empathy is what is going to quantum uh, catapult us into a new way of being,
0: mm. well, then I, I think it would be safe to say that the answer to unity is awareness. Yes, mm. and so when we become aware of our surroundings and we become aware of the facts, when we can sit and be present to the facts, when we don't control or resist them, those facts will just be there. That's when awareness takes place, and then and then it's time to take action.
2: That is beautiful. Right? beautiful
0: time to start working. Because if we all took a moment, I think even Timothy Leary was talking about that back in the day, like if we could drop out, if you could just take a bird's eye perspective of what's going on, if you could listen mm. to your spirit, if you could listen to the spirit surrounding you, the great spirit, what would it say? Mm-hmm. And that unit that we're all connected. Mm. We're all connected. We all we all share the same air. We all are made from the same water. We all come from the same dirt when we die, or when we transcend. Mm-hmm. See, I'm trying to change my terminology. So <laughs> I appreciate you.
1: Um,
0: you know, our, we have the same energetic frequencies we all share. When we walk into a room, we're already sharing frequencies. Mm-hmm. We're connected. We sure. are connected. Sure. So it's just that lack of awareness. And like we were saying, the, the media has done a good job of blocking it, but by having these, mm-hmm. these moments by having a podcast, by standing up for Standing Rock, by standing up for what's right, by standing up in your grocery store and making the right decision. This is starting the awareness.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It is, And it spreads. It does. We are we are mirroring beings. Mm-hmm. We copy each other. Right. Monkey see, monkey do. Right. So let's start doing good, right? <laughs> start
2: doing amazing. Monkey do good. Right. But that was so beautifully and powerfully put, and you know, completely enlightening what you just said. Yes, it's the mm-hmm. power of presence, the power of awareness, and so what we have to learn, which is so. Contra to human behavior as humans. We've been taught to, um, you know, pick up something and say, I believe this. And then if I believe this, like, you know, you're sitting there and you just told me you ate fish and I, and I believe plant-based. So if I want to attach to that belief, suddenly there's a hardness between you, Mm -hmm. but there's no hardness between us because Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm soft and Mm -hmm. you're soft. So we're allowing room for each other. You know, I honor you. I respect you. You know, you are another me. You -hmm. know, so it's like I'm I'm honoring, I'm 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 respecting you. I'm allowing that flow, that that exchange, -hmm. and that's one of the reasons why I don't like calling myself a vegan. I don't really call myself a vegan because I'm a -hmm. yogi. Really, if I'm anything, -hmm. and that is being spontaneously in the moment, which allows me to morph and change and move and shift as is in alignment with the present moment. Mm -hmm. So if I make a bunch of rules around myself, suddenly I'm in my own prison. That freedom is not there. So, you know, taking a situation like Standing Rock, for instance, uh, if you go in your head and you start laying the facts out, it's very easy to get ignited in anger, mm. or getting ignited in you know different perspectives, like you said. Mm. I mean, the oil companies have their perspective. I'm sure my mother has her perspective, which is not the same as my perspective. Or
0: depression for me, it's it's depressing. It's depressing. And so it see.
2: saddens, like yeah. puts a Sadness. puts a damper. But yeah. we have to realize is that knowledge is power, like you just said. Awareness. Mm. So as we take the responsibility as human beings, because we are all connected and we all contributed to that at some, some level, mm. we, we take responsibility and we stand in neutral loving compassion, first for ourselves and then for everyone else, understanding that there's only different levels of awareness going on. And so if mm. there is a man or there is a woman Who is, you know, at the head of that oil company doing whatever they're doing, you know, to get the pipeline in? They are a human. They have family. They have suffering. They have trauma. They have joys. They have wants. They have needs. They have desires. They have Mm -hmm. the same exact needs and desires that you and I have. They're just in a different fishbowl of awareness or a different frequency of awareness. And so those of us that are gaining a little bit more awareness and we can see through the veil a little better, Hmm. we have to hold that presence for them. It's like And
0: we have to hold space for them and allow them to be on their path. Exactly. Which can be challenging.
2: So challenging. It's the work. Yeah. Right? That's the work of the warrior. That's it. Is to hold that neutrality and Mm. say you know um i'm gonna hold you in your highest divine light Mm. even though you're doing that right now
0: even though you're hurting me
2: even though you're hurting me and you're hurting somebody i'm still gonna hold you because i love you that much or i understand that much
0: someone said like told me that true power comes when you can stand up for your enemy yeah i was like holy moly yeah you're
2: like oh no
0: (laughs) It's yeah. power, man. It's That's
2: power. power. Yeah. I mean, I told a story uh, on a podcast a couple um a couple weeks back and it's this documentary called Human. Have you seen it? I'll mention it again. It's called no. Human. Mm-mm. Uh and actually Leia pointed it out to me. Um it's a, doc- it's a gorgeous documentary because it's these beautiful, beautiful shots of mother earth. And mm-hmm. then it's stories about humans and it's interspersed with these gorgeous expanses of, of gorgeous, you know, nature shots. Mm-hmm. But there's one part in the movie that just, uh, just had me on my knees literally. And it's this, uh, young man, African-American man. Um, I don't, know, he could be African. So he's a black man. Sure. Um, but anyway, he said um, that there was one, one woman that had showed him the real meaning of love mm. and uh, he started to cry and he shared that he murdered her daughter and her two grandchildren and that in the wake of that, she came to him and chose to love him with everything that she had. That's love. That's love. That's a master love.
0: That's unconditional love. That's
2: unconditional love. So you see, That's heavy. but see what she was a mat. She's a master, like she's a high consciousness. Oh sure. Because had she not made that decision, that violence would have continued. She ended that violence by taking this very big choice, mm. and. All of us know that that would almost be impossible, like, like impossible to imagine how you could come to that. But her wisdom or her ability, it shows her level of awareness. Wow. And so that's a very extreme example. Um, but we are given opportunities in every single moment of our lives. Mm-hmm. And we need those kind of heroic acts of love. Because violence met with violence just creates more violence. It doesn't work. It doesn't work.
0: It can't. It can't. And that's, you know, I mean, that's Gandhi, Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they figured the only way we're going to win this war and get people to really hear us mm-hmm. is to deal with the facts. Yeah. Take it to the courts. Take it to the people. Like, you know, have a well-balanced argument. Like, let's not lower our our vibration. You know? And that's... You know, Einstein said, if you engage in an argument with a fool, you've already lost.
2: Right, right, right.
0: So it's like...
2: Mm-hmm. So we yeah. have to hold a higher ground, you, you know. To... And I believe that it's a moment that we need to call uh, for our spiritual family. Hmm. our cosmic family to come and help us and I was telling you when you came in Hmm. I recorded a song uh, that I'm offering this week on the healing technique um, uh, episode 68 and it's uh, a prayer uh, in the form of a song it's from the 13 grandmothers but these grandmothers are cosmic so they're from 13 different galaxies and this song was taught to me by a Lakota Sioux chief Um, I did ceremony with him and worked with him um, Mm. Chief Golden Light Eagle and uh, it's actually a Lemurian chant it's a song that uh, was sung in Lemuria in ancient times and it was a civilization that lived in beauty and peace and divinity and uh, a very artistic Mm. um, very beautiful beautiful time and so these tones are actually calling to the, to the grandmothers to come, to come mm-hmm. and help us. And so I had sung this in, in our homeschool um, for many years and I wanted to record it, but just never did. And then the other morning when you were in my meditation, uh, that was the other directive that it was, it was time to record that. Um, so anyway, it's, uh, it's time for us to take a cosmic view to go outside of our wheelhouse or whatever you call it and really start to open those channels you know to be willing and ready to meet that which is existing beyond this physical body
0: oh man and you know it's so interesting when i heard you say that you know because i mean when we take our meditation time we're taking time to remove the clutter right Mm -hmm. To, to get rid of the gray matter within our our being and at that that point we we can transcend we can we can move past and I feel like lately for me I've just been working on getting out of the way of myself and just in every aspect of my life and I feel like I'm on this wave now this continual breaking wave and things have been easier more family resources have just been Pouring in, going towards the greater good but it's been challenging to remove myself constantly like constantly like find the time to meditate find the time to break it down like reflect so th- by you finding that frequency it was encouraging to me or to see me in your meditation it lets me know that I'm succeeding with removing myself from the <laughs> equation and i was I just appreciated mm-hmm. that I was like, "Wow, because I feel like I've been a bystander to my own life lately in a good way mm-hmm. because there's so much in me th- you know from a young age we have that part of us that feels like, oh, we can do everything, we can change everything we can do it i i i
1: mm-hmm.
2: I feel yeah. energetically from you a, a tremendous softening I mean you were you know you were all you were always gorgeous and you know amazing, Thanks. but there's a you, there's a there's an availability that you're embodying now. You know, mm. maybe it's having your second child, and you've been with Lacey for how long? Eleven years now.
0: Eleven, yeah. She's, we just celebrated ten years of marriage. She's
2: beautiful, and your yeah. two kids, Ash and Levi.
0: They're gorgeous.
2: Yeah, really incredible. That's her names, right? Did I get it right?
0: Ash and Levi. Yeah. yeah right. Okay. Good. Awesome.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, I do. I see a softening, and mm. and it is. It's that thing that I was talking about, about the the edges. Like if we create too, it's too much mental idea, you know, or mm. or need to succeed, or it's this kind and of setup.
0: it is setup. a box. We're thinking it's a box. in a, a
2: box. Right. But as you soften and then connect with your heart and sing like you sang tonight sitting in here, mm. Um, and I know, I know you, you've had frustration because I know, um, that, you know, a certain level of expression Mm. and you know that it is going to be that in your life. And maybe you haven't stepped into that fully, Mm. but you are stepping into that fully and it's right here for you.
0: I'm jumping in.
2: You are jumping (laughs) in. You are jumping in. I'm
0: along for the ride, you know, I Uh, found the river and, and now I'm floating down. it.
2: Yeah. It's super beautiful. I don't care where it goes. That's awesome. So tell me, um, let's talk about Standing Rock in a, in a, like act, in a, okay. in a things we can do. And then you're playing a concert actually with Nako coming up.
0: With Nako, yeah. So, yeah,
2: so tell us about that.
0: So, what we can do is stand, if we can't stand up at Standing Rock physically, we stand up where we are. Mm-hmm. And we can do that in a multitude of ways. You can stand up by donating to the tribe, to the cause, to the people, to the camps, uh, financially.
2: And is that standingrock.com?
0: So the way we can support Standing Rock, there's, there's, um, there's, there's many different ways we can do it. We can physically go to Standing Rock. We can stand in. We can, we can send goods. We can send finances to the camp. We can go to, I think it's standingrock.net. You have to double check. You can Google that. It's
2: standing, standingrock.net.
0: Okay. And then um, there's also a lot of local awareness events uh, that people are hosting that you can attend. I know Cafe Gratitude, I just did an event with them for Thanksgiving where we fed the community and we raised funds for Standing Rock and we gave 100% of those proceeds to the, to the tribe. So I think, but you know, not all of us can be there. You know and, and, it's and
2: it's not everybody's place to be there either
0: it's not everybody's it's sure. rough environment now we're getting into the winter so it's strongly advised not to go out there and put yourself in danger so another way but if we look at what the movement is what people are talking about what they're standing up for what they're trying to say is that you know there's this is happening all over the world there's big money big business greed coming in and it's it's taking over Uh, ceremony and prayers and um, everything that the indigenous people are cultivating on their land and that they have rights to cultivate so it's an injustice of the people and um, but I think what I'm getting out of it and the way I'm gonna support it is that I'm gonna further the support by furthering the awareness by spreading the word by talking about it openly by talking about the root cause, talking about the facts. So one of the solutions that we're proposing and that we're implementing is that we decided to stand up in our own backyard. We, um, we decided to independently throw uh, a benefit concert and to use all our friends and resources and um, we're going to be installing a educational community gathering uh, f- sustainable farming uh, space on my reservation. Mm-hmm. So we have six acres uh, delegated to us and we're working with the Ecology Center based out of San Juan Capistrano that does an incredible job with permaculture, just sustainable farming and education across the board. And so what we really want to do is just start the conversation on my reservation because my re- reservation is a, is a nutrient Dead zone, like it, it, there's no like nutrients in that environment uh, emotionally for the emotion, uh, for your emotions, for your physical body, for your spirituality. So, we want to develop a space where we can start educating people on the benefits of using sustainable ingredients when you're building uh, a house on your property, um, uh, how to sustain food, re- con- making that connection to your food and if people can't come to our our um, allotted land then we're going to start going to people's houses and putting in little gardens for free and so what we're doing is we're raising money we're raising awareness so far the first event we threw it sold out my good friend Nako from Nako and Medicine and the people he's going to come down bless us with some tunes we have an elder from the Barona tribe who's going to Talk about the creation story, talk about my people, the indigenous people in um, Southern California and what, what, our take is, what our take is on what's happening in these, these current events and how do we transition out of it and one of the things that helps is, is, is music. You know, I think the title of Nako's band, Medicine for the People, Mm. that's what music is. It's medicine, like we're cultivating medicine. And it's not your medicine or my medicine. In indigenous culture, there was no word for I, or mine, or property. They didn't have a word for it. Isn't that Mm. like, isn't that something? And so we're recognizing that we can cultivate our own medicine. We are more powerful than they're telling us, than they're letting us believe and so we want to empower people we want to, and I'm starting with my community which is my reservation mm-hmm. that I have a lot of scars with I have a lot of healing that needs to take place and I figured the best way to to heal is to get in the kitchen start <laughs> feeding people start helping people start giving to people because what inspires people more than when you just have an open heart and you're there to help with no strings attached Absolutely. So, so far we've had a lot of support from like Dr. Bronner's. We've had support from the Ecology Center. We've had support from Element Awareness. It's a skateboard company that's doing survival programs for uh, indigenous youth on reservations. And they do reservation tours. Haro BMX has partnered with us. The day before our benefit concert, we're going to be giving away 10 um, fully set up BMX bikes to 10 wonderful native youth that have been doing spectacular things in their community that come from like real situations, real troubling situations, real disconnected situations and so but they've been showing leadership, they've been stepping outside of that and they've been transcending to give back to their community so we're empowering them, we're bringing out pro writers and um, Naku is going to be there for that and. So we're just, you know. It's beautiful. And how
2: can it? people donate to that or get in touch or follow what you're doing?
0: So our, our project, it's going to be a Garden and Music project. It's called Indigenous Regeneration, and it's indigenousregeneration.org. You can make a donation. You can um, stay in touch. And if you have resources or you have an idea of how you can give back and help us give back, it's more than welcome. It's beautiful.
2: Yep. Wow, it's inspiring. so yeah. beautiful to hear. Thank you so much for coming and coming up and visiting and coming on the show. and oh, yeah. it's just beautiful to see you again.
0: Likewise, it's beautiful to be here.
2: I'm inspired by every all of your projects and everything that you're doing. So. Me too.
0: <laughs> this whole nut cheese thing—it's it's nut
2: good. This cheese is nut. Yeah, it is definitely. I want to come down. I want to see what's going on. I'm going to come to the concert. You're so invited. Anyway, thank yes. you so much. That's yes. amazing. We're thrilled. It'd be incredible. Yeah, so we'll check it out and let's uh, let's continue to see each other and keep letting me know. You know, if you want to come back on, I'd love to have you on or Lacy yeah. and and uh, i'm really 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 digging your music and just mm. really enjoying it so um anyway just so happy you're on the planet that gives me hope oh, thanks, Julie. <laughs> so thank you thanks. yeah uh-huh. so oh uh-huh. so um yeah um the uh the grandmother's song that that i recorded is a song you know it, it was um thanksgiving uh mm. i invited my guests to sing this song you know to all Mm. sing the song before dinner and you know everybody's like a little bit like oh no you know we just sing a song but i was reminding them that we used to just sing as a family or a group like you just did that was our entertainment yeah you didn't have to be a musician or or have a recording contract in order to pick up a guitar and and having come from a musical family and had it in my childhood and now shared it with my boys you know, mm-hmm. it's just beautiful, and sometimes people just want to sing, you know, mm-hmm. just sing. It's, it's healing. Not, it's healing. Even
0: Western medicine acknowledges that if you hum, whistle, or sing, mm-hmm. when you're having an anxiety or panic attack, mm-hmm. it reduces it.
2: It just comes down. Yeah, it just comes yeah, down. Yeah, and it's the vibe. So I, I recorded this this song, the 13 Grandmothers' song, uh, and their mm-hmm. tones, and it's, it's very, very easy to sing. It's a sing-along. Uh, so my prayer is that you guys will sing along with me and play it like, I'm going to post it uh, probably tomorrow and play it all the way through the weekend and even through mm-hmm. the deadline with Standing Rock and have the intention and the awareness that we're opening up for cosmic health. Mm-hmm. And and see, you know, experience the power of this frequency and just enjoy it for yourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, um, that's my, my blessing and prayer for you this week. So anyway, Paul, again, thanks so much. And... Um, until the next time.
0: Until next time.
2: Be well. Namaste.
0: Namaste. So I just started like this open stream of consciousness and I sat down with a pencil and a paper and and I didn't leave that pencil and paper for like three days. I just kept going through it, getting right down to that authentic root. Just what is what are we talking about here brain like why are you so overactive like what are you seeing like tell me all about it and as I was writing I I I didn't make any sense I was like nobody's going to want to listen to this nobody's going to want to hear this it doesn't make any sense it's abrupt it's aggressive it's it's saying stuff a little bluntly or a little too blunt but I just kind of forged ahead and I wrote it and and then um And it all kind of made sense for me after that
1: we're far in the skies last to the eyes of american bars High and compromise, blood on the pavement, oil in the water, poison in the food, soil getting hotter. Baby going hungry, mama going missing, earth is always speaking, maybe we should listen. Faith against the evil church and politician, we are all equal, living in division. So what are we gonna do? When we feel like our words aren't getting through We can't give up, up, up on love We can't give up, up, up on love We can't give up, up, up can't give up Yeah, 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 yeah Native reservation, symptom of a system Controlled segregation, medicated victim Sacred intuition, neglected by invention User or tradition a suicide prevention Turn from the steeple, stand on the corner Power to the people, death before dishonor Lack of intervention, diluted observation Pollution never mentioned in my call conversations So what are we gonna do? When it feels like they keep on breaking through We won't give up, up, up